This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. Let's bow again. So today, we are going to talk about reactions and responses. We're going to talk about calling your representative. And we're going to talk about the difference between what you say on social media and what the representative hears when you say the same thing to them. Because sometimes the rhetoric that gets used on social media is not actually something that resonates with your local politician or your representative up in D.C. We're going to do this because I got a message. And basically it was, hey, I called my representative and told them that if they didn't support a particular measure and call for a certain thing, that I wasn't going to vote for them. And I could tell in their voice they just did not care what I was saying. Give me a reason to still vote for this person. First, I don't tell people how to vote. Um, To be clear, I've been doing this a long time. The only public endorsement I have ever made was for uh, in support of Big Bird running against Ted Cruz. I do not think that's my place. So I can't do that. But I can talk to you about the way you phrased something and why that hardline rhetoric that you see on social media doesn't actually translate well when you're talking to your representative. So, you are the representative. You're in office. I'm calling you. And I say, hey, you have to support cloning dinosaurs or I'm not going to vote for you. You, as the representative, you can look at me one of two ways. Either I'm serious when I say that or I'm not. If I'm not serious, well, it doesn't matter. I'm irrelevant. You take the, uh, the information. Your assistant puts it in a little book. Helps you get general information about sentiment. But it doesn't really influence your decision because your party platform and the polling, well, they override that. Helps a little bit. But generally speaking... I'm pretty irrelevant. You need a whole lot of people calling to actually 
even begin to move a representative with those options right there. Calling and the person doesn't think you're serious. Just goes to express general sentiment. What if they think you are serious? Okay, you decide that me demanding dinosaurs be cloned, I am serious about that. And I'm not going to vote for you unless you do that. One of two things. Either I am a part of a, a single-issue voter group that the party has decided, the party in the polling, has decided it's worth chasing those votes, in which case I probably wouldn't be making this call because you already would have talked about it. Or I'm not. Okay. If you've decided to chase those votes, well, then you'll tell me right then. Well, I support that. If I'm not, you go into the book. General sentiment. The other option would be that... Uh, I am somebody who wants a person to align with them 100% to earn the vote. I am irrelevant once again. Because if somebody demands 100%, well, you're never going to get it. So it's not worth chasing that vote. Go into the book about general sentiment. That phrasing, it sounds good on social media and it motivates people. I'm definitely not saying to not use it on social media. But when you're actually talking to the representative, it is self-defeating because you render yourself irrelevant. Does that mean that there's nothing you can do to shape the opinion of your betters? The person that is supposed to be representing your interest, how do you get them to do it? You have to appeal to their self-interest. They're people. They're people who sought out positions of power. Odds are, self-interest is uh, a big part of their personality. How does uh, Trump keep the Republican Party in line? If somebody speaks out against him, does he say, don't vote Republican? Don't vote Republican. Vote Libertarian. Does he say that? No. Of course not. How does he keep them in line? Other Republicans do this as well. If they don't support the right positions, what should happen to them? Well, they are rhinos. And they need to be primaried. That gets a politician's attention way more than I'm not going to vote for you. They need to be primaried because they're the incumbent. They're in office. That's why you're calling them, right? They might be able to skate by without a primary at all, which means they have more money to use in the general to maintain their position to fulfill their self-interest. But if you say, I represent this group of people, and if you don't support the things that we support, we may have to launch a candidate that does support those things in the primary. 
You, you get way more, way more consideration that way because you're appealing to their self-interest. The problem with this, and this is where it falls apart for a lot of people, not voting for somebody, that's easy. That, that's easy. Getting involved in running a super progressive candidate in the primary, that's hard. One is way more effective than the other, though. If you look at the way MAGA controlled the Republican Party, you're going to find out that a whole lot of it was due to their threats of primarying other Republicans. Look at the commentators. Look what they say. But more importantly, look what they did. They followed through with it. Some of them actually won. They followed through with it. The representative democracy that exists in the United States, it is advanced citizenship. Voting once every four years, once every two years, it's not enough. Not if you really want your voice to be heard. Don't, uh, don't say, I'm not going to vote for you unless you do X. Because they don't care. You're irrelevant. Y your, your sentiment is recorded. But unless that sentiment far exceeds the polling and the party platform... You're not moving them. A primary, putting them in a position where they have to defend their positions, not from some partisan enemy, but from somebody within their own party, somebody on their side of the aisle, way more effective. So I, I can't tell you how to vote. It's not something I do. But it might be more effective just to try to support somebody that you do want to vote for, that does align with what you want. It, it's more work because you have to find somebody willing to run and then you have to actually back them. But if you do that, it is far more effective. More importantly, if you do that and they win and they get up there, when you call them and you say, hey, you need to reevaluate your position here or we may have to run another candidate, they're going to know you will do it. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.